This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Welcome back to another episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. With me, as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Eric O'Branson and Ryan Steiskel. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Recovering. Recovering. That's right. Ryan has been having uh, oral pleasure. I mean, oral surgery uh, for the last couple of... <laughs> yeah. Sometime this past I, uh, week. Yeah. I, I found out I am not that sadistic... Uh, pain-loving Jack Nicholson played character from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. I do not enjoy Ooh, Corman have, reference. Yeah, yeah nice. right? Nice. Um, that was not intentional. Bring your just... A-game tonight. <laughs> that, that's what you guys grab out of it. I'm just going like just the most narrow window of what I know. Um, <laughs> that's the Vicodin talking. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, it's fun. It's, it's fun having fucking teeth ripped out of your head but not being knocked out for it i still like, think that's just insane that that's the the only good part of having wisdom teeth removed is them knocking you out and the batshit stuff you say and they've stolen oh, it's, that it's, from you right. it's not hearing well, and, and the feeling the tooth to getting cracked like in half and watch as two people try to struggle to pull it out <laughs> <laughs> fond yeah. memories yeah mm-hmm and then yeah. you, you miss out on waking up and wondering why your pants are unbuttoned. I mean, that whole experience. I was never wondering that. <laughs> I started it. <laughs> They're like, we got to pull this tooth I, out quick. I, buttoned it I was like, like well, let's get sure, this like, show sir, on the road. Sir, we need you to relax. I'm like, well, I only know one way. I, I, it didn't come out like that. It came out. <laughs> Tell you what, but, Doc. Uh, you bring the gas and I promise not to pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> you bring the gas, I whip out my ass. That's how we're gonna do this. Oh. Oh, Anyways, shit. moving on. Eric, yeah. how are you? Oh, okay. We uh, lost a couple of bedrooms in our house this last week, so that was a lot of fun. Got a, had a r- roof leak, and yeah, that's that's a gigantic mess. So mm-hmm. take uh, take like roofing tips when people say to keep you know if you have ice dams and snow on your roof like. Take that, take that shit seriously. <laughs> yeah, it created a big mess. But Thetans um, to learn I, in your thirties. Yeah, yeah. Owning a house is a joy. But mm. Yeah. For every benefit, it has like yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that shit well, sucks though. You're and it's, and it's getting I'm warmer, so like hopefully we don't get another big massive snowstorm in March or April. That we will. will. We probably right. we always do. We will. Yeah, we always. As do. long as it melts Absolutely. fast, but Hopefully there's not going to be you know two months of ice buildup, though. No. Yeah. So. I mean, it yeah, fucking well, it was gone quick, wasn't hopefully it? Hopefully, whatever it is, they'll uh, get it fixed, and um, yeah, well, won't have that problem again. Yeah. At least I hope not. You know what I look <laughs> forward to seeing again? The floral arrangements, the flowers, the the you know the green life. Yes, Thank and you. that's a wonderful segue into tonight's movie. 
Mm-hmm. But, but and before we jump into that though, because tonight's movie is the beginning of our kind of three-part special anniversary, and it's a bit of an anniversary. Kaiju countdown. The kaiju countdown. Yeah. Yeah. One of the name. one of the first episodes, I think, it was episode like two or something like that that we did. All was, three of us. All three of us was at the very the infancy of the Video Junkyard podcast was, you may remember, uh, doing a unbelievably long episode kind of going through the mythology of Godzilla, King Kong, like big kaiju movies. And now there's a you know, Kong versus Zilla coming out, uh, HBO Max and in theaters at the end of this month. We figured yeah, we, we would dedicate right. the month of March as we march towards that. Ah, ah. and uh, for the pun, we we uh, kind of settle in, getting ready for Kong versus Godzilla. So well, we decided to pick some uh, some Godzilla movies or kaiju movies. Uh, really, not just Godzilla, but kaiju yeah. movies that we don't feel get enough attention or, or enough yeah, representation. Somebody had to pick an oddball one that wasn't a Godzilla movie. So yeah. totally, we cool. all know who that was. But. Wah, wah. And so to <laughs> kick things off tonight, we are going to be talking about uh, one of them that I don't think any of us had seen before. Correct? Well, half and half for me. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I saw this movie, but <laughs> right. the copy that I had had no translation, no subtitles. So it was all in Japanese. Um, and I had to wa- go. I had to watch the movie while being on Wikipedia to understand anything that was going on. So, but this. So you understood all the parts with like the guys from the Middle Eastern country, the Sar- Sardinia or whatever they called it in the movie, because um, that was all. In, that was the, that part was in English, but everything oh. else was in Japanese. Oh, we're get we're get we're get to that. We're gonna get to I mean, that. It, it was, it was kind of in English. So the um, one that we're gonna be talking about tonight is the 1989. Japanese kaiju film Godzilla vs. Biolante. This city, built with the most modern technology, was destroyed in just one day. Those Godzilla cells will be a most valuable asset. And so we need that set of genes to make the bacteria. What you're saying is that something taken from the Godzilla cell structure can be used to make something to destroy it. I don't understand what scientists are trying to do nowadays. If only we can retrieve the bacteria, then we can defeat Godzilla. If research goes on the way it is, genetic technology is sure to produce a monster far worse than Godzilla. In the experiment, I thought I'd created an immortal plant species. I think now I may have made a mistake. I gave it self-reproducing abilities using Godzilla cells. Are you proud of this? What kind of science do you call this? All right now, children, let us see what you dreamed of, okay? Thank you. 
Monkey was calling out to Godzilla. Now, I'll admit the first introduction I had to Biolante was actually through my son, who ah. loves Godzilla, and he watches these YouTube videos that are just, like, random Godzilla facts, and, of course, I sit there and watch them with him, because they're, like, an hour long, and yes. and sometimes it's even just showing toys, and I, I pretty much learned through him that I didn't know as much about Godzilla as I once thought I did. Um Oh yeah, especially all of the other kaiju kind of within the the Toho Studios um, uh, Rogues Gallery, and Biolante was one that looks badass. Oh and my god, origins so are quite cool. Designs. Quite cool too. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I guess to give a quick synopsis on this one, uh, Godzilla battles a monster born from the cells of a plant and a woman. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's accurate. As corporations try to control over Godzilla's cells. Um, and interesting, uh, this is straight from Wikipedia, not my own knowledge, but the idea for this one came from a public story writing contest, which is something that became some, a bit of a common trend in the Hisi era um, Godzilla films. Mm. So yeah. this was actually like a, a fan concept. Like, how about... Yeah, it's... How about you have a monster that's born from plants and Godzilla's cells, but, and a woman? It's yeah. a it's a it's a genetic three way. It's a yeah. So they like yeah. open up the floodgates to who should we have Godzilla fight next? And people are just like writing in their ideas. Yeah. It's pretty also, awesome, actually. <laughs> also, it's uh, it's the second kaiju to be a female, next to Mothra. True. Right. Yeah, very true. That's yeah. very true. And also, I, this is kind of neat that this one is a direct sequel to the first of the, the Hisi era, which was um, Godzilla, Return of Godzilla, which came out mm -hmm. in 1984. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's one of those yeah. few. Which was yeah. re-edited re into the American Godzilla 1985. Right. Right. Um, mm. So this is a direct, and and what's what's kind of cool about what I actually I personally like about this era is Godzilla's not always like the hero. No, he's a yeah. he's a he's a natural disaster that they have to fucking deal with, and like mm. hopefully it works out for them. Sometimes it doesn't. It, um, doesn't it kind of go the same way it went the first time in the Showa era though? Like the first like three or four films, he's kind of the natural disaster. He's the you know antagonist, and then slowly towards the end of the Hisi era, just like as in the Showa films, they come around to him being a more of an antihero. They never quite go all the way hero like they did, you, you know, in the sixties. You know what but... it is? He's the Dwight Schrute. He's the antagonist <laughs> in the beginning of the season, and then halfway through, he's just like he's he's kind of like that. He's kind of like the anti-hero friend that you're like, God, he's a pain in the ass, but God damn, did we need him when we needed him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. He smashes up other cities every you know couple years, but and knows everything about sure... beats. Everything. But if a, yeah. 
another monster shows up, you know, he's <laughs> always handy to have in a fight. Well, before we get into thoughts on monster design, which, I'm sorry, if you talk about a Godzilla movie, that's going to be a majority of the conversation. But, but especially um, this movie. Yeah, one thing I wanted to, to get your thoughts on first is, I, I know this is something I've said before, I've heard others say it too, especially in response to criticisms of the current uh, legendary Godzilla monsterverse. Uh, when people criticize the story of those, the response is commonly, who gives a shit about the story? It's a Godzilla movie. You're here to watch Monsters Oh, my God. Yeah, um, I'm waiting. However, what do you think, think about the story in this one? Well, to add to what you just said, Godzilla comes in at literally, like, the, was it the 49th minute mark or uh-huh. something like that? Like, not a lot of Godzilla in this movie for a Godzilla movie. Like, That's pretty common, though. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like so many yeah. people complain about that, and I'm like, I remember being a kid, and like, if you think back to but, a lot of those movies, Godzilla doesn't show up as much as you think he does. <laughs> let's be fair, you get some some rehash from 85 in, in the opening of the film, yeah. just to get some, some Zilla on screen, and then, uh, I shouldn't say Zilla, because isn't that what they renamed the Roland Emmerich monster? Yeah, Zilla. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> but... Screen time wise, I feel like to be fair to Godzilla versus Biollante, he gets a good amount of screen time. Although you're right, he doesn't show up till like 50 minutes. In, yeah, yeah, uh, I stand corrected. Compared to some other f- of Godzilla films, and even of this era, I feel like he gets an awful lot of screen time in this film. So I was I was pleasantly okay. surprised. It's just it's just as long. It's a long build up. Yeah, they shot the load all at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we definitely see a lot more of him. At, at the end uh how do you feel that this one kind of stands up though compared to other hisi era or millennium series or showa i mean it's definitely more takes itself more seriously than showa right yeah but, but it it has some it's got its own unique 80s style campiness in some ways or at least i don't want to say 80s specifically but it's it's campy for its time as well and oh yeah yeah it's straight it's straight camp but i think the the story what like what's going on in the film is not super outside of the realm of pretty you know things we've seen in godzilla done before but it's almost put together like a really good greatest hits compilation <laughs> um it's got you know it's got the mad scientist uh it's got kind of the espionage secret yeah yeah the secret i was just gonna say the secret agent-esque espionage subplot going on uh with you know other countries trying to steal this the godzilla cells or technology the the plant technology um from japan and the um you know of course that we have the plant psychic and that's something that most films yeah. have, right? No, but, uh, <laughs> but no, the psychic girls. It reminds me of you know the Mothra um, twins, twins, twins. Yeah. yeah, back in yeah. So to me, it's got like it. It's not like revolutionary. It's like remaking this whole new you know thing for Godzilla for a new era. But it is taking what worked really well and what was the best elements of it and reworking it into a modern film. You know, modern for in nineteen eighty nine. And really just knocking it out of the park with all of it. Like, the, the camp works really well for it, but um, I don't know. Oh, when it's, it's, stuff, it's stuff in another movie that might not work, but it works really well in this one, I guess. Some, for... some of the things, like, when it does hit a camp... Because the, the, the story itself, I mean, like, the, the, the creature, uh, Biolante... Biolante? Am I saying that right? I was okay. Biolante, Biolante, but whatever. 
a bio latte. See, what's going on is my mind goes bio latte, and I'm trying to fight <laughs> that urge. And also, I have missing wisdom teeth in the back of my fucking throat. Let's just say <laughs> that's the reason, not the fact that I have a slight speech impediment all my life. Um, no, it's it's bio latte. You're right. Thank you. No, bio latte, like the whole origin, like you know, uh, scientist who was a uh, geneticist. Um, his daughter dies in a uh, in an attack. Um, he he he's grief strucken and he does you know what any father does with the genetics lab: uh, grow roses with the essence of your daughter uh, in them for some reason. And then later on, like oh, they're dying. Maybe I should throw some Godzilla cells in there too. And then all um, of a sudden, the daughter thing is just like ignored ignored but i mean there's like <laughs> elements of like a, until the end of course until the yeah. end oh my god yeah <laughs> until you get that pop-up <laughs> mm-hmm. like when someone messaged you on facebook and like their little bubble pops up in front um but no it's uh it, it has like those darker elements they didn't really go too far into it but it was like a sad story in there and like that's kind of interesting but then when you get to the fucking espionage elements, like, it's just camp fucking city. Like, the director and writer for this film was just like, I want spy flick in my Godzilla movie, and I'm gonna have it. And he just threw whatever... Two fucking nations trying to steal this, and you just have, like, a spy versus (laughs) spy between, like, two American? Um spies versus one middle eastern one who likes to wear shades and the dialogue fellas like mm-hmm. they, because it's the only english speaking roles and because the copy that we we watch because this is a hard fucking copy to find um it's just yeah. subtitles uh but there is the english and the english is uh what's the right word <laughs> uh weird like bad weird it's yeah, it's it's apparent to me that it was never meant to be understood in English necessarily. Yes. Uh, yes. They they didn't like take the time to make sure it was you know pronunciation or anything. It wasn't obviously wasn't important to the to the filmmakers because it was you know a Japanese film and it was subtitled in Japanese, so they just didn't you know. But it, whatever I I figured they assumed when this was sold overseas that it was going to be dubbed anyway. Uh, but they got for American release. Yeah. They got some gems that I can't just help but remember, and I wrote two of them down one of them is after the first gunfight in like the first uh what five minutes of the movie like after the american group got the godzilla cell and then um the middle eastern assassin took him out and after he shoots them he goes kiss you guys (laughs) i'm like did he just say kiss you guys I swear to God, he just did. And then later on, like, it's just a couple minutes later, when they're having, like, the whole, commu- like, the scientist is communicating with uh, the head guy of the oil company. Um, he says that, like, uh, they're excited to get the Godzilla cells, and he's looking forward to it because now they're going to ha- be able to have ve- vegetation growth in uh, in um, the desert. I'm like, cool, cool. And he goes, like, and we can finally beat Americans the or the largest celery explorer uh, and being the largest celery explorer and i'm like that's it that's, <laughs> that's it. what you need to beat americans in the amount of celery you want to grow i'm like interesting interesting choice that's of right. dialogue i didn't know it's got goals that's yeah oh, yeah um 
Um, but I mean, like, I think the number one line, and this is not an English one. This is just a weird bit of dialogue, but I have to mention. But when the scientist is talking to, I don't know who the woman is that he's talking to, but her father is doing genetic research, and his goal is to, and I quote, preserve the sperm of Nobel Prize winners. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. instantly I'm like, that's sexist. Um, but also... <laughs> That's that that was that was written. That's not an that's not an English line that was just supposed to just disappear like celery and kiss you guys. Like that was that was written in Japanese. That was spoken in Japanese, and then it was mm-hmm. translated and subtitled. I'm like, hmm, hmm, makes you really want to win that Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, or at least you know, yeah. there's sperm somewhere, right? I mean, it's either that or you become the world's largest celery grower. I don't know, guys. Fucking, I'd like to think we could aim higher. Yeah, I tell you what, the lead scientist did both. That's right. <laughs> Go get her. He, he made his science. He made his celery Godzilla. Go get her. Um, so I, I, I guess like story wise, well, I guess for what I wanted to ask too, since we're doing this kaiju countdown, I, I should backtrack a bit, but maybe. Um, uh, Eric, I'll start with you on this one, but it's both of you. Sure. Do you have a favorite kaiju film? Um. Yeah, and mine's going to be like a kind of a boring answer maybe, but uh the original Godzilla or Gojira is always uh, been one of my favorites and even back to seeing it as a kid in the American King of the Monsters Raymond Burr starring version which is is vastly inferior, but I didn't realize it at the time. I still think it was an effective movie and memorable. Um I still think to this day that that remains my favorite. And I know we talked about we you know go back if you guys it's still still on our SoundCloud page if you scroll and scroll and scroll way back to episode number two we do spend some time talking about that film. Um, we were ambitious. We were and, reviewing like four plus movies <laughs> in one go. Yeah. And now we're just stretching yeah. it out for a month. Yeah. <laughs> so. But but that one is just such a good movie and it works just so well the you know the monster is just such a, a great metaphor for for nuclear war nuclear weapons and yeah uh it, it it being produced so so shortly after world war ii and it's just it it's still very raw and uh i don't know it's great the special effects are fantastic and still hold up for the most part and um yeah for 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 more discussion check out our episode number two where we do talk about that at length but that's probably got to be my favorite although i enjoy a lot of the Godzilla movies that I've seen. I'm not sure I've seen a whole lot outside of, you know, other than I, I know when we were planning this, we kind of talked about some modern ones like uh, Cloverfield. Um, I don't even know. I think that was the only modern one we came up with, but um, Colossus. Yeah. Or Colossal. Yeah. This is technically right, a right. modern kaiju film. What about you, Ryan? Do you have a favorite? Um, yeah, actually it's, it's very similar to Eric. Cause um, it's, it, um, the original Godzilla just honestly as a okay I was split into two different things I have favorites that are just like good cinematic gold kaiju films like just everything about them is great not just how the monsters portrayed but also how their the story like works with it and then there's a group where it's like the story isn't great but the monster the creature designs great um so Godzilla the first one is always going to be up there and then next to that is Shin Godzilla, which is pretty much the same story, but told in a, in a modern mm-hmm. way, and also done by um, one of uh, my favorite creators. Um, 
but we'll get to that later, but much later uh, down the line. Stay tuned in the podcast, Video Junkyard podcast for that. Um, so, but I'll say when it comes to just fun kaiju, good designs, uh, Space Godzilla, Destroya, uh, Biolante, actually. Um, and some of the, so, so a lot of this era and a lot of the era that followed in the Millennium era, not, mm-hmm. not the first not Godzilla 2000, but afterwards, some of those got pretty interesting. And then it got pretty weird. I'm looking at you, Final Wars, which I own you. <laughs> But you're gold, and if you want, we want to talk about campy story. But yeah, it, I, I'm going to stop now. I think I answered a question more than I needed to. Well, I guess what I was kind of getting at with with that is, and actually, I, I'm kind of in between those two as well. Like two of my favorite kaiju films are actually Gojira and Godzilla Resurgence or Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Um. So I, we're all on the same page with that one, but. I, I was curious, and we'll kind of go in the same order, I guess, to keep things somewhat formal. If we're going to do yeah. that uh, with Eric. <laughs> is how do you feel the story, just the story, of this one compares, and I already kind of know the answer, but compares with, with your favorite, with Gojiro? You know, oddly enough, there are a lot of similarities. Um, there's a lot of, like, extra stuff thrown into this one this is a pretty stuffed movie plot wise like we talked about earlier a lot of them are with all this yeah um but i think you know your your general like skeleton plot there's a lot of similarities there and and obviously you throw in the versus aspect so um most of the godzilla sequels are versus movies where godzilla is pitted against another monster and or that's where we came for eric or something (laughs) but um yeah exactly um but and Godzilla is not. It's it's a singular, you know, it's a kaiju force of nature type um, film. So that there's a difference there. But otherwise, like it's it's all based around a scientific discovery. Um, you know, it's all based on science gone mad. I don't think this one has the moral kind of stand standpoint that uh, Godzilla does, but um, it still has those kind of like cookie cutter same kind of plot points and. Uh, so yeah, I, if you want to compare them just plot to plot, I think uh, Godzilla is a lot more effective, and you take a lot more away from it. But um, this one, you know, has some similar concepts. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, you've got first of all, I, I want to give this some props for being 1989, and they're already talking about the dangers of genetic engineering. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. surprising. I mean, in a, I agree, a totally, I mean, there is a bloated story <laughs> with plant psychics yeah. and everything. But the, <laughs> the basic thing there, yeah, you know, you've got, once again, a monster formed from messing with nature. And I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it too much, but by having Godzilla, who's still a force of nature in this one, it's kind of showing how they make a bad situation worse. But uh, what well, about there's... you, Ryan? What are your thoughts on... on, on uh, story-wise comparisons i'd say like in this era of godzilla films it's um they do try to take a certain more serious tone of uh approach like it was essentially at that time it was a godzilla reboot so they're they're trying to go in a a certain direction but you know as later on as the the series was going like more of the stories kind of got a little bit looser a little bit more it's like and we're mainly here to watch the fights and the fights got better um like I remember the fights with Destroya and Space Godzilla. I'm gonna actually 
Godzilla vs. Destroyer is actually a pretty good movie. I won't, I'll leave that one. But Space Godzilla, it's like, I just mainly remember the fight for Space Godzilla, not really the story. But this one, it's not as much monster fighting. I then It's less than I remember. Um, I'm like, I kind of wish there was more verses. But story-wise, it, like the attempt and what they're trying to approach, like, they're trying to do, like, what's been what we've been saying here is um take that whole man tampering using science to tamper with nature and the consequences of that uh from the first godzilla movie and then add it here in a form of genetic research or genetic experimentation and there's two things going on because we have like the creature being made but that's more so a man's grief uh and 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 kind of using his resources and his influences for his own selfish reasons like it's a sad empathetic thing but it's still selfish and like led to some conflicts it, it was kind of messy there but with the other one we're like you have like hey we have this creature's genetic material this is a monster maybe we can try to create like bacteria that eats radiation but then they also want to turn that into a weapon and that's kind of loosely the the motivation for the espionage elements is like each country is like oh you could actually just wipe out all nuclear weapons we don't want that or or maybe we want to have that power you know so like there's that but um which in in theory sounds kind of interesting but like it's kind of said you got like you got this modern frankenstein story with uh the the scientist the death of his daughter in biolante and then you also got the espionage elements then you also still have godzilla and then you have you have to explore the military it does get now you have a psychic teenager it's it is bloated <laughs> um but there's a lot of interesting things and i think it could have been fixed a little bit better but for a godzilla film what's what's new and and I just realized as I was listening to you, and I got to thinking, yeah, those are all plot elements of this. Why do these sound familiar? Oh yeah, because Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom kind of ripped them all off. Still haven't seen that movie. Spoiler. Yeah. I didn't think of that, but yeah, it's kind of there. Like, oh, there's got some espionage type things going on. You got a weird kid. You got, yeah, huh. Dino, did they did not do you know dinosaurs in a haunted house like that movie did? That's but, true. That's 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 true. Well, close. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, can you imagine Godzilla in a haunted house? Be a big You'd house. Step on it. Yeah. Have to be a big house. Yeah. Be, just be between his toes the whole time. He's just like, I think there's ghosts in here. It'd be a three-second movie like Godzilla versus Bambi, right? Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so what about creature design? We got to get into it, but yes. let's start with Big G though. Oh, yeah. Because mm. every Godzilla film, he looks a little different, especially in the eras, but Big this G is, always looks a little different. This so one, I, I think I always kind of refer to as, like, the cat-faced Godzilla in my when I was a kid. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Like, he does... I was going to say... He has a major continuity with uh, the the previous film. He the, This is, like, one of the two two movies that go together, like, extremely well. I... I don't know if it's the exact same suit or the exact same, you know, um, modeling. Um, but yeah, the 85 Godzilla and this monster, I mean, just a few years apart, but there's a, a lot of good continuity there. They look almost identical. Yeah. I think they always had a different suit more or less in each movie because of like the suits actually kind of like degrade during shooting. Yeah, yeah. And I think especially with this one, um, 
I can't remember. No, I'm sorry. That's a different factoid. That's for a different movie entirely. But no, uh, yeah. So I think they do. They but they do do like subtle changes. Like um, I think this one they added ro- rows of teeth, like a second yeah. row of teeth. Yep. And the tongue is more okay. active. Um. And they have. A yeah, new I actor. did notice that the the tongue was great, and I I can't recall, and I, I certainly haven't seen all of these movies. I'm still working on it, but um. I can't recall seeing a Godzilla with that, you know, um, with much tongue action going on. It sounds like a weird comment, but um, but they kept yeah. they kept the big eyes. This Godzilla, they like this 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 team likes the big eyed Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember because now I I'm, and I'm quickly googling it because I want to see. But does this Godzilla have ears? It kind of looks this like he might, but not really. does have a little bit of... I'm looking at him now. It's got like a little bump. Yeah. Little bumps. Okay. Well, at least it's not as bad as... He's got some, like, almost a series of... Well, and this is based on toys based on this movie, but <laughs> um, it's like a series of ridges on his head. Yeah. So I can't tell if the side ones are ridges or if they're actually meant to be ears, but... Um, but yeah, he does have, like... It almost looks like three distinct ridges on his head, one right down the middle and then one on each kind of side. But mm. Wow. He's also got, got big, you know, Godzilla thunder thighs in this one too. Yeah. Like big big <laughs> bottom half, yeah. And what about Biolante? Yes, let's talk oh, about so. that one. God, this Biolante is fantastic, yeah. Got All the different no, versions no, no. too. It's... I was gonna say she has three evolutions. Uh-huh. Um, she's like a Pokemon, which is cool because um, that's something they brought in later, and we'll talk about it. You know, Shin Godzilla, that yeah. there's you know, an evolution a within the metamorphosis, film, yeah, a metamorphosis. But uh, and yeah, this this one is particularly it, even even when we got like towards the end, the that end fight scene when you see like the final form of of Biolante, it's you want more. Yeah. You just want more of it. Way more of it. It is so cool. This is, this is one I would like to see come back, you know, if they keep doing these legendary movies. I'd like to see this monster reappear. Yes. But. Same. I want this one to reappear as well. I think that would be a great way to, like, because they bring back, like, monsters from, like, the classic movies. Like, yeah. I'm like, what about you bring back some monsters from, other like, original monsters from the other eras? Like, really reference the entire library that is godzilla you know because there's a lot mm-hmm. to go off of i mean fuck even the fucking sludge monster could work but if anyone it should be biolante that one is just yeah. fucking phenomenal well you've got the third stage the... biolante with like the alligator jaws and the kind of just and it's s- spidery legs she... maybe i don't know what you call them she... crab like legs it's like it's like... like a tree trunk actually kind of an if you ever look yeah. at the toy it's kind of like tree trunk like but she is bigger than Godzilla. Yeah. She's she she literally puts like tries to eat him. <laughs> like Yeah. Yep. And yeah. spit her jaw like, like the jaw spit. Like. <laughs> yeah, just mm-hmm. throws up acid all over like neon highlighter color acid. It's pretty wicked and it has the tentacles with the mouth the maws yeah, the on them. Fanged tentacles, yeah. yep. 
Oh my god. Like little Venus flytraps that kind of fly at, yeah. It's, when you... It's a really, really cool design. It, all of all, all of its in, incarnations are cool, but the, 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 ult, the ultimate one at the end, the... Um, the final form. Third stage yeah. Biolante, final stage Biolante is, is just probably one of my favorites that I've seen so far. I mean, well, the, and then the you got the, the stage before that, which is like the, the giant rose stage that still has the, yeah. the, the tendrils with the little mouths on it. But, it, you know, it's still a big flower. Oh, like, God. It's beautiful. Yeah. I actually think it's very beautiful. And, like, this is kind of nice. And then the, the way it... Bur- like, if you notice, like, when it gets attacked, like, in the, for the when it loses the first fight, like, the, the petals burn away. And then for mm-hmm. a brief second, you see what was underneath the petals, which you see later on as the final alligator head form. It's just it's a just small like, version. Yeah. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I need more. I need more. Oh, and yeah, and even you can see a couple online. You can find some behind-the-scenes shots of like this fairly big maquette that was built, this big puppet mm-hmm. that was built for this, with lots of cables to move around the arms and tendrils and everything. And it's an incredibly impressive uh, model. One thing that I realized watching this is just thinking about how they would have made this film. It's like you probably don't need... There's not many shots, like actual shots, of both Biollante and Godzilla in the same frame. No. So there's probably... That probably took a fairly short amount of time, and then there's a lot of pickup shots of just, here's Godzilla roaring, here's Biollante roaring. All right, now here's... Okay, here's that shot of Godzilla and Biollante's head again. All right, here's just one roaring, here's the other one roaring, and... But then it goes batshit violent with, like, the tendrils going through Godzilla's hands. Yeah, and just uh-huh. fucking spewing yeah. the fuck. Yeah, it can get pretty fucking gnarly. And Godzilla just blasting its stomach area and just watching it explode and all the neon blood everywhere. It's just like, holy shit. Yeah, but, this, I mean, one, this one turns up the, the, uh, turns up the dial pretty damn fast when it really yeah, gets going. Yeah, it's like yep. 2 to 10, like, in one go. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't really expecting it to either, because for the majority of the movie, it doesn't ha- it doesn't give you hints that it's going there. And no. Then, yeah, and then that final battle gets pretty gruesome. I, I mean, in a, in a monstery way, it's not like it's off putting really, but it's. Yeah. But this movie, or at least definitely the cut we've seen, um, had a lot of deleted scenes cut from it, and one of them being like uh, after the first Biolante death scene and uh, after their first fight. Like, the spores go up in the air, and then this deleted scene, they spread across the hills, and the the entire hills of that surrounding uh, lake area or bay area, whatever it was, it just bloom into various roses, rose colors. And Godzilla's just, like, walking away. But even Godzilla's, like, doing this, like, look around. Like, he's like, I'm impressed. Um... It's 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 like there's some beautiful cinematography going on. It's kind of sad that you don't get to really see that in this. I think they did make like a special edition, but we never got it. Like this whole history of this yeah. film in America, it's fucking hard to find. <laughs> yeah, it, it it has been released. Uh, it did not get a theatrical run, although I believe Miramax wanted to give it a theatrical run at first, but um, they purchased the rights, but then had a disagreement about how, what their had a disagreement about what their agreement was with Toho, and Toho was demanding more money than Miramax thought they had agreed to pay for it. 
and so they ended up suing each other. It delayed the release of the film for two years so the theatrical run was canceled. It went straight to video. Uh, it was released by HBO Films on video in 1992, Laserdisc in 93, and there was a DVD, Miramax, like, uncut English, they call it the uncut English international version of the film, I assume English because it was dubbed, um, and that was available on DVD, I think uh, around two, doesn't have the year here actually, but around 2001, and then has since never been uh, released again, and supposedly Toho has reacquired the rights to it there is no u.s region one version of this currently in print so um it does look like it was released once again sorry i'm, I'm just reading a, a little <laughs> bit more here um it does look like it was released again by Lionsgate on blu-ray in uh 2014 um but again it, it's currently out of print and uh it's not super expensive it's going for cheapest is know, like 30 35 yeah. to 50 dollars yeah uh for the dvd blu-ray is even a little more expensive so yeah um, you get an international version if you happen to have an, you know a way to play it for a lot less yeah. money yeah well and before we jump into final thoughts and grading because it's already getting to be close to that time i did want to one more kind of topic i wanted to bring up is this is not the first time on the video junk air podcast that we've reviewed a movie about a plant monster We've actually reviewed quite a few, um, <laughs> but obviously not all that have been around throughout cinema. So, Ryan, where does Biolante fit in your lexicon or catalog of plant monster? Ranking? Oh, it's it's the fucking coolest thing ever. Really? It's it's this is the coolest fucking plant creature ever created here's the thing when you just said like yeah we reviewed quite a few plant monster creatures and i'm like i don't remember fucking any of them but i'll always remember biolante was a swamp thing attack of the killer tomatoes biolante biolante always (laughs) i didn't i didn't bring up my history with biolante like i mentioned like i the movie which i Mm -hmm. watched but i mean one of the first the first video game i ever actually owned was super godzilla for the super nintendo and if anybody fucking knows that game it is just the worst it's not good but <laughs> when you're fucking uh i mean christ when you're when you're nine years old and this is the only game that you have to play you're gonna fucking play it um and so there's like i was being introduced to a lot of monsters i didn't fucking know in the godzilla world and Biolante Battle, which was the third fucking boss battle in that game, was one of the most fucking memorable and most inter- oh, cool. interesting battles because I loved the design of Biolante. I loved her so much. And, like, I don't even... Like, I admit that this movie isn't, like, top tier, but I still love it because I love the design of Biolante. I love the origin of Biolante. I want Biolante. I think Biolante is one one of my top fucking kaiju creations of all time. Um, I do want to give a brief uh, mention because we're talking about this era of Godzilla and we're not going to be talking about it again in our future episodes. I want to give a shout out to the poster artist uh, Nori, uh, Noriyoshi oh, Orai. Yeah. He is one of my fucking favorite artists. I love him more than Fr- Frenzetta, like, by a long shot. I've looked at these posters, um, especially by Alante, uh, and many, like, just for so much of his work, um, 
it's sad like he's no longer with us but he's just an incredible artist and just and uh i just wanted to shout that out real quick because it's just just beautiful that is a cool poster it is a cool poster all of them all of them are fucking cool all of them (laughs) what what do you think eric how does biolante stack up to other plant monsters in your book I mean, if we're talking comparing it to uh, Swamp Thing and um, uh, tomatoes, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's killer tomatoes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's Biollante all the way. I'm trying to think of some other examples in in you know cinema history. You know, be it Triffids or um, you know other things in uh, uh, the the crinoid from uh, Doctor Who of of giant plant monsters. It it's still. I think in every case it's still going to be Biollante. Like this is a extremely cool design, and I love that it goes through this like it's it's got kind of a cool origin story. A li- uh, but the fact that it goes through like this uh, three kind of like processes of I guess you wouldn't call it germination because it's not germinating, but um, metamorphosis, just becoming a de- is, metamorphosis. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, but yeah, becoming it a different monster each time Godzilla kind of encounters it is is really cool. So you get these these very distinct different um, monsters, and and final stage Biollante is probably one of my favorite. I, I've always said the King Ghidorah is probably my favorite other Godzilla Godzilla universe kaiju. Biollante is right up there. Though. Yeah. Um, this is such a cool design. If if I had to say one thing negative, it's got a little bit of a movement problem during its final battle. Yeah. Looks a little bit like, uh, what do they call that thing? Uh, the monster in the movie Arena. That giant, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> it's got a little bit of that, like, hey, this thing's on wheels, and here it goes kind of yeah. uh, movement Re- to Reuse it, but... that footage of it just running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a one-shot thing. But have. I... I... I, I forgive all of it just because it's such a cool looking monster and I love I love the little like Venus flytrap tentacle things and um just everything. It's 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 cool. It's the coolest. Definitely the coolest plant monster I've come in contact with. Unless I'm just uh, you know, not thinking of something obvious, which is certainly possible. I, I mean I was it. gonna say Audrey too from Little Shop of Horrors, because as far as I know, Biolante doesn't sing like Levi Stubbs from the four tops, but that's just me. That is. <laughs> I don't know. That one's honestly, when it comes to plant monsters, that's always been my favorite. But I have to say, Biolante is a very close second contender as far as design. Honestly, I think it's maybe I just want to see Godzilla fight Audrey too. It. You know, it's funny. There's actually <laughs> yeah. a connection, maybe, between the eighty release of Little Shop of Horrors and this movie because of the success of Little Shop of Horrors. I think actually led to the producers of um, this movie to go forward with it because I think they were wary. But because of that success, of like maybe people do still want to watch monster movies. Maybe they're watch a plant monster. That's true. So I there mean, might be a connection. The eighties little shop was eighty six. Biollante's eighty nine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. I I don't know, but you could be right. It could be you know with the realms of possibilities. As far as movement goes, I'm still gonna give that to Audrey too. The movement in that yeah. one is spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> like, that fucking plant talks. Um, so, and more. But so, no, I, so, yeah. so the question is, what if those two... Because in the end of the... If, would depend on what ending of Little Shop of Horrors you watched. But there's a giant kaiju-sized Audrey there's versus Biollante. There's a bunch of them if you watch the director's version. The original cut. There's a yeah. shit ton of them. Mm. Like, who would, who would win? Up, also, I don't know. 
I, I again, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a three-way showdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Called Godzilla versus the Plant Monsters. And just throw a bunch the of seed people. Bailante Full and, Moon Entertainment yeah. seed people. Throw them in. Invasion oh, of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Triffids. All of them. <laughs> uh, technically, the original version of Thing from Another World. Right. All we, of them. we throw. We them just all made better there. homes and gardens that much better with our suggestion. That's even better homes and gardens. <laughs> better Godzilla. homes and gardens with Godzilla <laughs> and a plant monster and another plant monster <laughs> and a psychic well, girl. <laughs> And I guess with that, I I, oh, yeah, I, I, I want to kind of bring our first Kaiju Countdown episode to a close. And Eric, do you have any final thoughts in a grade for the uh, 1989 film Godzilla vs. Biollante? Which, by the way, I totally forgot to mention is uh, directed by uh, Kazuki Omori. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it 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 was really great. Like I, I feel like this is up there, like right on top of... Uh favorite Godzilla movies that I've seen um I don't know it just uh like we talked about there's a lot of stuff that's crammed into the plot and some a lot of it's very 80s and some of it's you know very um cheesy but in a good way like I don't know it's it's one of the better ones it's definitely one of the better ones I've seen from this era and I'm surprised I haven't well probably because of its lack of availability um on DVD for a while there but um that I'd never seen it but I don't know. It's it's silly. It's extremely convoluted, but it's got great monsters. And like we've said a hundred times, that's what we showed up for. That's what you paid the ticket price for, right? And honestly, Godzilla gets a lot of screen time in this one. And uh, two or three, depending on how you you look at it, battles with you know Biollante, as well as some good good old fashioned city stomping and showdowns with the X1 uh, which we didn't even mention um oh, yeah. and X2 you know, this is the upgrade X2 that's yeah, right Super yeah, that's X right. the Super and, X2 uh, and um yeah so he gets to showdown with you know you know the Japanese military as well as Biollante and um it's about everything that a good Godzilla film could ask for I think so I feel like I got to give it pretty good marks. I think I'm going to go with an A minus on this one. It's a very cool movie with very good monster design, a, even a good Godzilla suit. I don't think we spent quite enough time on that one. No, but, and the the actor um, in the suit does a phenomenal job too. They got an yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh, he was he he had been playing Godzilla since you know the '60s, early '70s, something like that. But, Is this the same um, actor? Yeah, absolutely. And he goes yeah. on to do it until in somewhere in the millennium, I think they changed. But, no, I think they they changed so, in this era. There was they, a controversy about it, or it was, I had it open earlier. It's always and I hard. Closed it, I could tell you, but it's always it's always hard for for a Godzilla suit actor to be recognized. That's bottom of the line there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I better go with an A minus. I I really really enjoyed this. It was it was a fun Godzilla movie, um, and yeah, great monsters, great fights. What else you need? Awesome. <laughs> What about you, Ryan? Uh, it's gonna be the fucking same. Uh, like, like the story is just it's 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 there's so many cool elements in it, but there's also like a lot of corny, cheesy ways of the how things were delivered. Like how you would imagine, like you get an actor who's just like, "Can you speak some English?" And eh, I can speak some. That's good enough. We're gonna make you look what we think is cool. Give you a big gun and just go at it. So all the espionage espionage stuff didn't necessarily have to be in it but i don't think it needs to not be in it I, it's fun 
like you can have your own enjoyment out of it we didn't talk about like how in the end the scientist is shot by the middle eastern uh, uh assassin spy he drives off there's a chase scene there's a fight with one of the japanese agents and he runs off and he steps on the giant thunder landmine that they've been using against Godzilla, yeah. and he's just evaporated. <laughs> and then it cuts to the <laughs> one guy just pressing a button and then lifting up. Like, there's no indication that he would have known that that guy was on that button. But either way, it's like, that was perfect. That, mwah. Like, it's so cool and cheesy, but, like, the biggest thing is the fucking creature design it, with Biollante. It's just, like, it's... That we said it and I say it again it needs to come back it needs to be brought back it should be brought back it deserves it like this is a story <laughs> that deserves a modern retake I mean we just keep retelling the same like I love the first Godzilla movie but my god does that story get fucking retold continuously like right. retell some other ones I mean really have some fun with it we have the technology we have the interest like why the fuck not like I want more fucking giant plant fucking monsters um, it's going to be an A minus. Very good. Well, I think we're all kind of in the, in the same, the same boat in here too, because I'm I'm giving it the exact same grade as an A minus. <laughs> I think honestly, to be totally discreet, I was walking into this with like a B plus, but no, you guys have definitely brought me up to an A minus on it. You know, it's funny. Exact same thing in my head. The, 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 hey, the story in this yep. one is Ditto. is really quite <laughs> absurd, and honestly, and I don't know if we'll ever get to them. During our countdown, I mean, there's so many we could be talking about, but um, there are better Godzilla movie stories. Uh, yeah. One that comes to mind personally is, is Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla from, like, the 2000s. Um, that's yeah. a really good story. Uh, but it's not that exciting of a movie to watch because there's not the visuals. And, and this, I, as much as I talked about how much I love Audrey 2, I... The design of Biollante, just the, from one scene to the next, is so batshit. I absolutely love it. I love this thing like like Danzig loves hot dogs. It's just <laughs> wow. Um, it's it's really great, and it I, it's one of the cool things that you don't see in a lot of the a lot of Toho kaiju. Uh, there's a handful of them that do this, like Mothra, right? Has multiple forms, at least you know two if you don't count that cocoon but you know in, in this <laughs> one to see the, the, the evolution of an organism and then this is something that they kind of carry later on into some of the other godzilla films which keeps it interesting you know you don't want yep. a friggin' power rangers movie where you're just fighting the same damn monster so looking at you final wars yeah we're well oh god let's just throw <laughs> everything we have and just make it shitty um but yeah in this case the story is absolutely insane but it's charming if I could use that phrase, it's it's so weird, and is, at the yeah. end you get this bad at you got to wait for it, but you get this badass fight at the end that, yeah, I don't know if this is one I would introduce non Godzilla fans to to win them over, but after they've seen no probably not after they've seen a couple <laughs> that have won them over, this is like all right, so this is what you're this is the best of what you're gonna see for the most. Part. Hey hey, have you seen the good Godzilla movies? Yeah, cool. Now watch this one. Now watch this one. It's <laughs> this is where this is where you start to like just the monsters. See one of the best the ones that it, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is one of the yeah. best ones that's not like the best one. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, one of the best ones that's not good. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, I don't and know. that's like, why it's yeah. an A minus and not an A plus. But yeah. 
Um, so that's our review of Godzilla vs. Biollante. And we would love to know what you think of this one or what maybe your favorite plant monster is or what your favorite Godzilla movie is or any kaiju movie is. And we would love to hear any of those thoughts if you send them to videojunkairpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at videojunkpod, uh, videojunkairpodcast on Instagram. Never mentioned that one before. Uh, and also <laughs> the Video Junker Podcast Facebook group and the main Facebook page. If you read or if you write any of your questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms, we'll be happy to read them next time we record. And what do we have coming up next time? Next time we are going to be watching, as we have talked about a little bit today, we're going to be checking out Shin Godzilla, yeah. which I believe we talked about a little bit on our initial the legendary mythical second episode we keep talking about. Uh, check it out if you're interested in Godzilla films, because we do spend a lot of time. Um, but yeah, we're going to take a closer second look at uh, Shin Godzilla. We're definitely give it a, a bigger deep dive, a whole episode, because it was only briefly really yeah. mentioned. It it deserves a whole Yeah, it really deserves a whole episode. And then what so. do we have coming up after in, that one? Um, after that one, we are going to be looking at um, the... Gosh, what did I pick? X from the, Outer Space. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a name. I kept trying to come up. Planet X kept sticking in my head, and that's from Godzilla movies. Yep. No. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the X from Outer Space is going to be our third kaiju movie, and that is a non-Godzilla kaiju movie, by the so way. So that'll be fun. Both of the next two episodes will yeah. be uh, pretty interesting, so we hope that you tune in for those two. And of course, if you like what you've heard in the Video Junker podcast, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, tell your family, and feel free to share around on any of the aforementioned social media networks. We would love to uh, uh, share our and love with shitty movies with everybody we can. Super quick before we go, I did find that uh, the actor that played Godzilla in Godzilla vs. Bailante was uh, Kempichiro Satsuma, and he played Godzilla uh, between 1971 and 1995. His first film was Godzilla vs. Hedorah, and his last film was Godzilla vs. Destroya. Okay, wow. so nice. He was he was he was a big G for a long time. Yeah. Wow, that is almost awesome. good. Well, we want to thank you for listening to the Video Junkier podcast, and we hope you will check us out again next time as we continue our kaiju countdown. Until then, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Sizekold saying... You have been listening to the Video Junkyard podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but... I'm having an old friend You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash videojunkyardpodcast on Twitter at videojunkpod and on Instagram as videojunkyardpodcast all one word want to thank you again for listening and keep digging who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard <laughs>